0: for joining the ladies of her portion podcast come pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here grab your bible and a pen and let's dig into god's word together take a moment and pray that god would open your heart to him as you listen so without further ado let's get right into today's portion hey y'all this is jackie carr I'm wife to Dan Carr, pastor of Community Baptist Church in Slidell, Louisiana. He is my best friend, and he's the love of my life. We have five children, and we also have five babies in heaven. I want this episode to be specifically for the one who feels like they are hanging on by a thread. This episode could be for the lady who goes to church by herself. She doesn't even know if her husband is saved because he has no spiritual fruit to show for. Her. This episode may be for the lady, like who I sat by on a soul winning bus many years ago, who knew her husband was in five extra marital affairs, but told him she forgave him and was going to love him anyway. This could be for the lady who watches her loved ones trapped in bonds to addiction. This episode isn't meant for giving any type of counsel, yet every situation is different. And there are many sensitive situations where it's wise to seek a counselor, but it is my intent that if you feel like you are in an uncontrollable situation, that you will feel encouraged because let me tell you, when you are in that dark and lonely place, God can be trusted. I want to bring you to Ruth chapter one, and I'm going to read from my Bible, so I'm going to get it here, but in Ruth chapter one, verses one through seven, it says, now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion, Epaphrathitis of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab, the name of the one was Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelled there about ten years. And Malon and Chilion died also both of them, and the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore, she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah." So you have a man who didn't trust God, but went down into a place that pictures sin and the world. We know he was from Bethlehem, Judah, the place where God was welcomed, reverenced, and worshiped, and he went to a place where you could choose what kind of God you wanted to worship. But when Naomi's husband and two sons died, what do you find her immediately doing in verse seven? It says wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two her two daughters in law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. I believe even though Naomi submitted and followed her husband, her heart never strayed from God. She kept trusting in the Almighty God. Even though Naomi was in an uncontrollable, dark circumstance, She made a lasting impression on Ruth. There was something about her spirit that pointed Ruth to the true, one, true God. She was from a very sinful, godless society, yet she wanted what Naomi had. Even though her husband wasn't being the spiritual leader and led their family away from God's house, Ruth knew there was something different and real about Naomi. If you read in verse 16 and 17, I'm going to turn there. It says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me." Naomi knew that being in God's house and around his people was satisfying. I heard a preacher reference this verse unlike I've never heard before. He said in reading in verse 21, I went out full and the Lord hath brought me home again. Yes, she felt empty when she returned, but she knew being in the place of the Lord at Bethlehem Judah was home. I want to share with you one of the sweetest truths that God gave me from this story years ago. You find Naomi submitting and following her husband. And then, chapter 2 and verse 1. I love this. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's. You see how God blessed her even through her backslidden husband? The Bible says that he was a mighty man of wealth. This was Boaz. He was a mighty man of wealth. But not only that, we know that he was in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. How amazing! Are you following this? Even though Naomi felt empty, maybe even useless for the Lord's work, worn out, widowed, God had something so great so beautiful and so wonderful for her because she trusted in him, even in uncontrollable situations. She didn't have to badmouth her husband, berate and belittle him, and tell him what a bad leader he was. She simply kept trusting God. What about Joseph? God allowed evil in Joseph's life to get him where he needed to be to save his people. The boy who was mocked as the dreamer became the master interpreter of dreams. Can you imagine if Joseph had become bitter and angry with God in prison? He could have just kept it to himself when the butler and baker were looking for an explanation of their dreams. Just think if he had become bitter and stayed to himself, Pharaoh would have never found out that he could interpret dreams. He would have died in prison. Don't allow bitterness in your life keep you locked up in a prison. Keep trusting God and His plan. In John twelve twenty four, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. Brother Ashcraft made this statement about our dreams. At church Sunday night, I have to let go of the life I had planned so I can live the life God has planned. What will you do the morning after your dream dies? That defining moment is the proof of who you are. I'm sure when Joseph told his dad and brothers his dream, he didn't uh, He never thought maybe that he would live them out through slavery, prison, and other trials. Nevertheless, God did allow his dreams to come to pass, but they may have been a little different than he had imagined as a child. Yet, God multiplied the benefits of his dream more than he could have ever imagined. He became second in command. Yes, his family answered to him, but he was able to save his entire country and people because of his dream that he trusted God with. What do you need to trust God for? For today, have you gotten your eyes off the Lord and on those uncontrollable situations instead? Look to him. I promise he will be there and he can be trusted. Psalms 5 11 says, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name. Be joyful in thee. So, I hope this episode encouraged your heart today if you're in one of those situations. I hope that you'll be encouraged and you'll remember this thought in God's word and that you'll trust Him no matter what. Please stay tuned to the next episode of Her Portion podcast. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. Encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.